150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 44. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So, The Fifth Seal is a podcast that I've been doing longer than any of the podcasts I've had. It started out as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, which I counted down through the month of November from number 30 to number 1, the top countries on uh, Open Doors USA's World Watch List. A couple years ago, I expanded it to doing it all year long and doing counting down from 50 to number one. And so twice a month on the second and fourth Wednesdays, I count down from 50 to 31 from January through October. Uh, those countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. It is a countdown. That is why the episode numbers go backwards. Last week was 45. This week is 44. Next week will be 43 and so on counting down those countries and then when we get to november still being persecuted church awareness month we count down from number 30 through number one all the countries on the world watch list and bring you stories of persecution to raise awareness of what our brothers and sisters around the world are enduring because of their faith in christ and to join together also to pray together uh, for our brothers and sisters and go through the prayer points for those countries on that week's world watch list. So a little background on the podcast for the new uh, subscribers that are just joining us. And all that being said, it is Wednesday, uh, April 14th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This is from persecution.org. Seven killed and 5,000 displaced in Nigeria after suspected Boko Haram attack. According to Vanguard News, suspected Boko Haram terrorists launched an attack over the weekend which killed seven and displaced thousands from Adawama State in northeastern Nigeria. Quote, During the attack that lasted for more than two hours, more than 20 persons were injured and no fewer than 20 persons are unaccounted for at this report. Unquote, stated Simon Yakubu, the district head of Dagwaba. Quote, places of worship, schools, shops, food stores, and village head house were destroyed, unquote. Dr. Muhammad Suleiman, the executive secretary of the Adamawa State Emergency Management Agency, told Vanguard News that the gunman killed seven people during the attack, three of whom were children. Many people were also reportedly kidnapped and the exact number currently unknown. For over a decade, Boko Haram has killed and displaced thousands of Christians in an attempt to discard Western influence and impose strict Islamic Sharia law. The Christian charity Open Doors summarizes the terror group in this way, quote, in short, they view themselves as the ultimate expression of Islam, carrying out the true preaching and mission of the Muslim faith, Muslim, Muslim faith, sorry, which in their extremist view means fighting a holy war. They, even the name Boko Haram roughly means Western education is forbidden. They believe anything outside of their radical interpretation of Islam is meant to be fought against and is not to be accepted. 
To do this, their ultimate aim is to set up an Islamic state in northern Nigeria. Please pray for the safe return of all who have been kidnapped. Please pray for the end of the Boko Haram insurgency and for the Lord to soften the hearts of militants who all too often are forced, are children forced to partake in heinous acts of violence. Please also pray for those who have been victims of terrorism for the Lord to heal them and strengthen the church amidst persecution. So again, we see this has been going on for years. I mean, Boko Haram has been around for a long time, but over the last three years, the attacks from Boko Haram, Fulani militants, um, other groups, Al-Shabaab in that, in that region have increased and the attacks on Christians just continue to get worse and worse. Well over a thousand Christians in the last, actually probably over 2,000 in the last three years have been killed by these fundamentalist uh, Islamic groups uh, that their full intention is to rid their nations, their regions of Western influence and institute strict Sharia law. So we will be praying for our brothers and sisters who have been uh, kidnapped. Uh, families of those who have been killed will continue to play, pray for Leah Sherabu, who was one of the, the young girls who was kidnapped uh, a few years ago from the, the school there, the 105 girls. You remember the sign, Michelle Obama holding the sign said, bring back our girls. Hashtag bring back our girls. Leah Sherabu was one of those girls and she is still in captivity because she is the only one of those girls who did not recant their faith in Jesus Christ. So continue to pray for them. And that brings us to our world watch list country of the day, which is number 44. Oman is our world watch list country of the day. That is a really bad graphic. I don't believe I... I do believe I made that graphic and or used that graphic. That's just that's that's poor. Uh, yeah, it's poor editing on my part. So I apologize again. Uh, country number 44, Oman. A few facts about Oman. The persecution score there is 63. The region is the Middle East. Persecution type is clan oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. The population of Oman is 5,150,000, of which 185,000 roughly are Christians. So less than 1% of the population is Christian. Or do my math on that. That is, it's a little more than 1%. It's not quite to 10%. So it's about 2%. Yeah. So it's a, it's a low number. Trying to do math on the fly is not a good idea. Um, the government is an absolute monarchy, and the leader is Sultan Haitham bin Tariq al-Said. What does persecution look like in Oman? In Oman, all Omani citizens are assumed to be Muslim. Islam is the state religion, and legislation is mostly based on Islamic law. Although civil courts were established more than 20 years ago, the legal system still assumes all citizens are Muslims and makes legal rulings under that assumption. The level of persecution for Christians in Oman depends on if they are migrant workers or if they are Omani. Local converts from Islam are under the most pressure. Their families, neighbors, and broader society all press them to return to their national and tribal faith. Converts can be expelled from their families and lose their jobs. 
The children can be taken from them, and families could strip away all their inheritance rights. Christians who have converted from Islam but who are non-Omani migrant workers face different levels of pressure based on the level of pressure in their home countries. Normally, they live in expatriate communities of people from their native land, so the local community makes a dramatic difference in the persecution that followers of Jesus face. The government largely tolerates foreign Christian communities, but even so greatly restricts and monitors their public gatherings. All Christian meetings are monitored for political statements and attendance by Omani citizens. Additionally, all religious organizations must be registered with authorities. So what has changed in Oman? Oman has fallen two spots in this year's World Watch List, but persecution has actually risen in the small country in the Arabian Peninsula. Pressure from... Pressure in daily life for followers of Jesus, especially those who have converted from Islam, continues to be very high across the board. Oppression, discrimination, and coercion are common, and even non-converts face daily discrimination and monitoring from the government and Omani society. Who is the most vulnerable to persecution? Omani converts are easily the most persecuted in Oman. They come under significant pressure in their private, family, and community lives, this pressure slightly increases outside cities and in rural areas. So some prayer points for Oman. In the Arabian Peninsula, fear is a barrier to growth of Christ's church. There is a fear that if you doubt Islam, it will prevent you from entering heaven, as fear is seen as a form of unbelief in Islamic society. Then there is the fear of what will happen to you if you start following Christ. The fear of trusting brothers and sisters, the fear that one of your new fellow Christians will betray you, please pray this bondage of fear will be broken. Many believers who convert from Islam live in secret and isolation from other followers of Jesus. Believers grow to maturity best when surrounded by a community of Christians. Ask God to bring these isolated secret believers into fellowship with other believers. Pray for whole families to come to the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as the church of the Arabian Peninsula grows, many believers from a Muslim background seek to marry. Those Christians desire to raise up a family. These Christians desire to raise up families who love and honor God through Jesus. Pray for God to connect believers to one another for the purpose of marriage. Pray these Christians should sh could shed the lies they grew up with regarding family and renew their minds with God's truth concerning marriage and family. Pray for God to raise up families who glorify his name. So let's pray. Maybe. We'll get there. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time we have to come together to um, fellowship with one another through prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We praise you for the medium that you've given, the social media, where we can come together across vast distances and even across the span of time, Lord. As many people will watch this later today, tomorrow, next week, whenever, but yet still joining their voices with those of us who are interacting together right now to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Father, we lift up the believers in Nigeria, those who have lost loved ones in this re most recent attack, and those who have lost loved ones in prior attacks from Boko Haram, the Fulani militants, and Al-Shabaab, Lord. We pray that you would uh, bring these uh, fundamentalist Islamic groups into a place of repentance, Lord, that the... the uh, their hearts would be turned to you 
that they would repent of their sin, that they would no longer seek to destroy uh, those who are, are followers of you, Lord, but that they would join through your Holy Spirit, through your drawing them to a place of repentance, that they would also uh, find themselves out from under the condemnation that those who do not believe are under, and they find themselves in Christ where there is no condemnation for them, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Oman. We pray for those who live in a, in a constant state of fear. Lord, fear of, of what could happen to them by local governments, local Muslims, local family members. Lord, fear that, that they can't come together to, to pray and fellowship and disciple one another for fear of what would happen, being found out, being uh, arrested, being shunned by their family, any of the things that can happen to a believer in Oman. Lord, we pray that, that you would lift them out from underneath that fear and draw believers together where discipleship can happen, where iron can sharpen iron, Lord. Um, we pray for, for those who are secret believers, who are isolated right now, Lord, that you would draw them out of their place of isolation into discipleship relationships with other believers. Father, that they would no longer fear the government, fear other uh, religious groups, but that they would stand firm in their faith on you and that that would be a boldness, Lord, that there would not be any being ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but that they would um, stand firm in their faith um, and worship you, Lord, together uh, corporately with other believers. And we do pray for those who are seeking to raise families that honor you, Lord, that families that, that know who you are and that they can raise up their children as, as Proverbs 6, uh, 22 tells us that they can raise up their children in the way they should go. And when they will, are old, they will not depart from it. We pray for, that you would draw believers together, not only for fellowship and discipleship, but for marriage and families that will grow and glorify you in this area, Lord. And ultimately, we pray that, that your, um, your gospel would supersede Sharia law and Islamic law, Lord, and that there would be a freedom to worship you in this country, uh, unlike anything that they've seen before, Lord, and that you would be glorified in those things. And it is for your name and, and for your glory that we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for, for taking the time to be part of this with us. If you know anybody who would be willing to come along and join us as uh, we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted in Christ. I ask you to you know, just send them over to Facebook. The Fifth Seal is a group, the main group where all this, all the videos are up there, all the prayer points for the different countries get posted there on Facebook. Uh, you can come to the YouTube channel and subscribe there. Uh, hit the like button, the subscribe button. You can get all the content that is released from the Evangelical Norm family of podcasts there. Or you can follow us on Gab TV, follow me on Twitter, uh, The Evangelical Norm, or at The Master's Dog, Norm Dunham on Facebook. So, I'll, excuse me, all those are places where you can join us, um, invite your friends to come and be part of this, to, to pray with us, and to be just to become more aware of the situations that our brothers and sisters around the world find themselves in, simply because of their faith in Christ. And as always... Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.